Martini, the Pistol Packin' Mountain Mama Health Nut. Welcome back to Throw Out the Trash. I'm so glad you're here. Before I start today's episode, I just want to take a moment and mention an amazing company called Three. Three stands for Three Pillars of Science. Now, not all health products are high quality. A lot have fillers and are poorly absorbed. One of the products that I like is called Collagen. It's listed in the Physician's Desk Reference, and you can find that at www.pdr.net. What does collagen do? It promotes vibrant and youthful looking skin, delivers 5 grams of highly bioavailable marine collagen, promotes the body's natural ability to produce collagen, supports healthy skin, hair, and nails, supports healthy immune response and joints. You can find out more about this product at my website genieolson.iii.earth. Also, the three company is going to launch into 14 different countries. So if you're in one of the countries I list, send me an email because there's a great financial opportunity in, in these countries. It's USA, Canada, China, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Japan, Philippines, Australia, New Zealand, and Vietnam. Okay, today's the episode is titled, Throw Out This Limiting Belief, The Words I Can't. Do you want to write a book? Start a new career? Be more healthy? Lose weight? Then throw out those two words, I can't. You've heard most of the excuses. You've probably told yourself these excuses. I can't lose weight. I've tried everything. Well, I'm just big boned and genetically overweight. Or I can't. I don't have the willpower. I don't have what it takes. I'm weak minded. It'll be too hard. I can't start my own business. No one in my family has ever done that. Or when a family member tells you, well, only one person in our, in our family could ever do that, and it's not you. Yeah, I was told that. Or I'm not smart enough. Well, yes, you are. Or I can't. My family doesn't think I can do it. They've seen me fail at a sport I thought I'd excel at. They just laugh at me when I want to try something new. But I will tell you, most of the time, deep down inside, they know you can, and they don't want you to pass them up. It's their own insecurities. But do they know you? Not really. They don't know what's inside of you. It's, I can't, I can't, I can't. But I'm here to tell you that you can. Change your words from I can't to I will. I will start. I will do whatever it takes. I will get less sleep if needed. I will put in the necessary work. I've tried all sorts of things throughout my life. Some have worked and others haven't. But there is always one constant truth. When I try something new, if I don't succeed at least, I gain valuable experience. But I've never looked at succeeding as failure, or as, as not succeeding as failure. I see it as gaining experience. And each experience I gain, put together over time, helps me succeed. Some things I've tried thinking, I'll like doing this, but only to find out I really didn't. My husband always says that it's a long life if you have a career you don't really like. Do something you love to do. And sometimes my adventures have cost me a lot of money, but I still gained valuable experience. So here's an example. Going to college and getting my degrees, and then going a little longer to get my teaching certificate, 
so I could teach health or science at the secondary level. I'll be honest, I wasn't ready to leave home and go to a university that was just two hours away from my family. I definitely wasn't excited to take more general classes, especially English. Sorry, Mr. Seely. I went because one day, while I was still a senior in high school, I was helping my mom rake up tree limbs in her yard, and she told me that if I went to a four-year school, she would be so proud of me because I would be the first of her seven, seven children to ever do it. I was the youngest and basically her last hope. Talk about a guilt trip. So off I went, homesick that first year for sure. At the end of the first year, I realized, you know, I was okay and I could do it. Throughout the next three years, I knew I loved health and science, so, so I got degrees in those two subjects. I also thought I would like teaching because I was familiar with and had teachers I loved from elementary, junior high, and high school. So I finally graduated and I got my first job teaching science in a large junior high school. But about halfway through the school year, I realized, you know, I absolutely loved teaching. I loved seeing a student get it understand the concept. It was so rewarding. But I also realized that I hated being stuck in the same classroom with the same view every day, having a boss and having to be there every day. Sounds like I'm not very responsible, huh? But just after a few years of teaching, I decided to be a stay-at-home mom. And later on, when my kids were older, I became a certified personal trainer. And I helped people with weight loss and health in their homes. I got to teach and control my own schedule and have a different view each time. That was very rewarding for me. The experience of going to college and teaching school only to quit all of it was not a failure. That experience helped me start my fitness business, which in turn gave me the experience and knowledge to teach health concepts on a podcast to listeners around the world. So now my classroom is huge. If you'd have asked me even a year ago if I was going to have a podcast, be a pod doggy, I would have laughed out loud with you. I get to talk about something I love, and I do it on my own schedule, and I love my view. So if you want to try something new and you're a little bit scared, I have seven steps to help you change your can't into I will. So here's step one. Write down what it is that you want to do or change an overall goal. The example I'll use in these seven steps is lose 25 pounds. Okay, also put a start and an end date on it. Step two, write down the first five things you'll need to do to accomplish this goal. For example, commit to walking five days per week or don't go back for second helpings when eating. Step three, Write down the main goal from step number one at the top of your monthly calendar. Put it somewhere where you will see it every day. And each day you accomplish that goal, however good or bad you did, mark it off. Step four. On your monthly calendar at day 10, write down your second goal and mark it off as you accomplish it. You may find that you can start the second goal earlier. See how it goes. Do this for each step. Okay, step five, and this one is important. Only tell the people who tell you you can do it. The ones who have faith in you and believe in you. Step six. Instead of saying, I can't do it, ask yourself this. 
Even if I don't succeed, what experience will I gain from it? How will my life be improved? Step 7. If needed, give your overall goal and date to, to complete it to someone you trust. You can always email it to me and I will send you words of encouragement. Okay, on to mountain adventures. The names have not been changed to protect the innocent. We live in the Rocky Mountains of East Idaho, so naturally the roads and land can be very steep. We have two dugways, one below our house and one above. When we are talking about them, we will say down on the dugway or up on the dugway. The dugway above our house is about a 15% grade as far as steepness. It's a dirt road that winds through quaky aspen and pine trees. It's about a half a mile in length. When it rains or snows, because of the clay in the dirt, it gets very slick. I have a lot of stories to tell about driving on this dugway. It's so steep that if you spin out, when it's slick, you will slide backwards and end up in the trees. The trees aren't very forgiving. It's nerve-wracking and scary. My husband Nick and I had only been married for about a year. It was the beginning of winter. Not a lot of snow yet, maybe six or seven inches. Nick asked me to help him pull his pickup truck up to the top of this dugway. I should have ran the other way. I will say that I have wised up in my old age and now I tell him to go fly a kite, which doesn't always work because I still have to help him. At the time, he had an International 250B track loader. It's like a D7 Caterpillar and it had steel tracks. He hooked a logging chain onto the front of the pickup and hooked it onto his loader. I always get my instructions. Keep the chain tight, don't spin too much, but help if you can. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> he started to pull me and we were going along fine until the road started to get steep. We didn't realize that there was a layer of ice under the snow and steel tracks and snow don't work well together. He lost his traction and started to slide backwards. He slammed into the front of the pickup and this sent me catapulting backwards into the trees and he was following me. I was stopped abruptly by a large aspen tree and Nick finally came to a stop before hitting me again. I was shaken but okay. I didn't realize until later just how bad that could have been if the loader would have came up on top of the pickup. The front end was so smashed in that I couldn't get the door open to get out so I had to crawl out the window. We eventually pulled the pickup up out of the trees and back down off the dugway. We ended up selling the pickup for parts to a friend. As I look back on that day, I'm thinking maybe Nick was just trying to bump me off. Maybe he had decided one year of marriage to me was plenty. We've been married for 25 years now. And even though we've had so many crazy, in my mind, life-threatening moments together, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Okay, make sure to check out my website, throwoutthetrash.podbean.com and you can email me at lifetop7 at gmail.com and hit the follow button so you don't miss an episode and leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. And remember this, when you've done everything you can, that's when God will step in and do what you can't. He loves you. Go get your dreams. See you next time.